As you know, Florida has had its set of setbacks here recently, and there's a number of things that we're seeing transitioning within the market. So I'm gonna give you some updates on what's going on. Obviously, you've heard a lot of things about interest rates and housing, rental, all this stuff throughout the country. I'm gonna get very specific about what it's like here in the Southwest Florida area of Florida. So we're gonna be talking about living in Florida, rates and housing are down, and rentals are a real problem. We're getting after that next. Hey everybody, my name is Craig Cooney. I'm a real estate agent here in Southwest Florida. If you're looking for a channel to tell you a little bit more about what it's like to live, play, eat, sleep, and buy real estate on the Gulf Coast, this is the channel for you. If you'd like to get started on your MLS search right away, you can go to ournextfloridahome.com or you can go use our app. It's also called Our Next Florida Home. If you have a specific question that you need an answer to, these things may not answer it for you. So you got, you've got to do what everyone else is doing and call, text, or email because I've got your back when moving to the Gulf Coast. All right, so the first thing I wanna do before we even get into all this stuff about the market is I wanna give a shout out to one of my business partners, Affordable Electric came to the rescue for Jay. You've heard Jay's name before. He purchased a home here um, down in Southwest Cape, loves his home, golf access. It fared pretty well through the storm. But Jay had a problem with his water heater. There was something going on with the wiring. Just he couldn't, he couldn't get it to work, couldn't really figure it out. And obviously, you know what it's like trying to get a hold of techs and technicians right now in today's workplace, at least in Southwest Florida, it's crazy. There's so many people here trying to get quotes on different things, and they can't. Uh, people rarely show up, and if they do show up, the prices are ridiculous. So Jay uh, asked me for a referral. I told him go to Affordable Electric, and when he did so, not only did they fix the problem for him, but they coached him how to fix it himself over the phone. I know, are you kidding me? No service charge, no visit, no waiting for an appointment, nothing. Jay fixed the water heater based on their instruction over the phone. So that's the kind of service you can still get with some companies. They're not looking to take advantage, they're looking to help. There are some of those guys out here, but I will tell you, what I said earlier, it truly is a problem here. The number of complaints that we see all over the place about whether it's roofers not showing up or somebody's supposed to come quote my fence and nobody showed up or the adjuster never showed up or I can't get any answers to what's going on. We're gonna have to have a lot of patience here for the next months, yes, months if not years because this stuff is slow going, a lot of people trying to do this work here and it's just not getting done fast enough to please the majority of the people. All right, so now into the juicy uh, topics. We're gonna be talking about interest rates, we're gonna be talking about housing, and we're gonna be talking about rentals primarily because these are three of the hottest things going on right now. You might've heard that the rates dropped. Yes, they were at 7.08% and they're at 6.61%. Now, I know that you may be thinking, well, that's not a very big drop. And you know, I'd probably be one of those same people that say the same thing. It doesn't sound like much, but anything going in the positive direction for you should be taken as a win. And what you may have seen recently, and I've seen a bunch of it, in fact, here's a couple examples. We have mortgage professionals showing the differences right now between the mortgage rates being high with a lower purchase price versus those out of sight prices that we were charging before, even at the lower interest rates. The numbers are not that far off. So even though you think that you're not getting a great deal because the interest rate's higher, the prices are substantially lower in many cases. So the purchase is still the purchase is still the purchase. 
You've got to make a, a decision on this. If you know you're coming, you've got to get in. People are coming. And I will be talking about this in just a minute about exactly the numbers I'm seeing just as one individual of the number of people that are asking about properties. Just got off the phone now uh, before making this video to answer more questions about golf access properties. So they're coming. Just be ready for it. The one thing that you still have to remember is when you're purchasing, you still have to qualify on your own merits. You have to have good credit. You have to have down payment funds. You have to have a job or a source of income to show that you can pay for this. Um, all those things still apply. You still have to qualify based upon debt ratios and what the insurance is for the property and all that stuff, how that's all gonna be configured together. That will not change. That's gonna stay the same no matter what. So be sure that you have all your uh, checks and balances done. Make sure you're dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's because those are things that will not change regardless of what the rates do. And on that note, one thing I've seen a lot of people posting stuff about buying their new cars and new watches and new this and that. If you're buying on credit, it will affect these ratios. So if you're somebody that's serious about purchasing a property and you haven't done it in a while, just beware. All those little purchases that are on any kind of loan will affect your numbers and could potentially keep you from qualifying. If that stuff isn't enough to convince you it might be time to buy, then let's talk about rentals because that is a whole other situation that's going on right now and it's not a good one. As you can imagine, short-term rentals right now are huge. All the di displaced people, all the folks that have to repair their homes, they need somewhere to live in the interim. What are they doing? Taking out all the short-term rentals. So much so, I went on today to try to get some numbers to give some really good accurate information about how many annual rental single family homes that we have versus short term. And you know what? There aren't any annual rentals for single family homes, none. All of them, as I dug through them at first, it looked like there might be. But once again, remember, agents put this information in themselves. Unfortunately, they're checking too many boxes or not enough boxes or whatever the hell it's happening. But when you dig deeper, you see everything saying short term. And they're starting at 2,500. There's one home, $2,500 a month short term in Gator Circle in Northeast Cape. The next one jumps over 3,000 and it goes all the way to $20,000 a month for, get this, it might be a 3,000 square foot home, but it, and it might have a pool. It's on a canal. But ask me what kind of canal? Yeah freshwater canal. You're not going anywhere. Who's going to pay $20,000 a month for a canal front pool home that goes nowhere? I don't know. Sounds like it might be a little bit of gouging, but you know what? The brokerage that's carrying this is not even from the area. Another example of possibly not knowing the market when you're listing something, but $20,000 for a freshwater canal short-term rental? I don't know. I can't see it, but you know, I guess if you're desperate enough and need something, it's always there. Home sales are still continuing and new construction is still churning. In fact, I'm getting lists sent to me from various builders that just show numerous properties that are available. So if you do need housing and rentals just aren't going to cut it for you because the prices they're asking right now, given it's all short term, I'm going to say the average is putting you right in the 7,000 range. That's just, that's a lot of money. $7,000 a month for a rental. So if home buying, and this could be an investment, you don't have to stay in this home forever. But if you put 
your money into the home. We have new construction homes that are coming out that are decent square footage, 15, 1600 square feet, and you're in the middle threes. I mean, I'd rather put my money into something like that that can get me money later as an investment, whether I rent it out, whether I stay there, I might just love the neighborhood and love the home and just stay there. But the point is with spending 7,000 a month, if you spend the, the uh, season here, and let's just look at five months of a season. We don't even have to take full six months. If you do those five months, that's 35 grand. That'd make a hell of a nice down payment on a house that you can then make money on. So consider your options before just jumping into something. The construction's still happening. It's going on constantly. There are options. There's lots of incentives from the builders because they're a little bit slower. Our market is, it's still moving. It's just moving at a little slower pace. Remember, season hasn't started yet. As soon as season takes hold, I, I'm literally getting calls almost daily now about different situations, whether it's for building, whether it's for golf access, whether it's just for a place to get started when they get here, but the calls won't stop. So people are not holding off coming to Florida. Another note to put into the memory bank there is this is not the market of 2008. Um, somebody posted something the other day that showed the trending of what the market did back in 2008 and where we are now and the inventory levels were completely different. So we don't have a lot of inventory to be messing around with and waiting for things to drop out so that we can you know, get a deal. These deals are steals that everybody thinks they're waiting for for 2023 and when things are gonna adjust and get normal again, don't expect it. Don't expect it here especially because the demand is absolutely nuts. And we thought that with a storm that that could change things. It really hasn't. It's only, I think it's only exacerbated the problem. Um, people still, they, they want the warmth. If you saw the snowstorm that's going on in Buffalo, New York right now, they had to move the darn football game this weekend because so much snow has already fallen. I don't even think they can clear the stadium for the game in time for Sunday to happen. So that's the kind of stuff you're living with around the country and in Florida. There's sun. I mean, the only thing we're going to be dealing with is how much sun we're going to get versus that kind of weather. Now, yes, we did just have a storm and you can throw that back on me. And what about the hurricanes? You know what? Hurricanes come and go. Once again, you can choose to stay or leave and everything can be fixed. It's just a matter of time to get it fixed. So consider your options. If Florida's still on your plan, there's a lot of other people considering it. So if you sit on the fence and wait with everyone else, you may be jumping back into a whole nother multiple um, offer and increased pricing kind of a market when next year rolls around. On that note, there's one statement. You've heard it before and I hear it a ton. I wish I would have. I heard it again this week. I don't remember which client I was talking to, but he said, I wish I would have. I wish I would have bought then. I wish I would have you know, pulled the trigger. You can't wish you would have. You're gonna say the same thing in another year or two if you don't take a hold of it now. It's one of those things that no, nobody has a crystal ball, nobody can tell you exactly where it's going, but the way it's trending, the way things are moving, we have such demand here that it's, it's gonna become problematic again next year. To give you an example, I have Christine coming in this weekend with one of her friends. They're gonna be looking at some properties um, golf, access, golf access and off water. I've got Cy and Monica, they're gonna be coming also to be looking for their permanent home. 
On top of that, the Blakeleys are coming next year for their new construction. Barbara's coming for her new construction. This is all just calls that I've gotten this week. So if you want an example of what people are doing and what they're thinking, those are a few of the situations that I'm seeing. So there's not one home style, there's not one particular method. Some people are still buying land and still wanting to build a home. Maybe you have two or three years that you can wait for this because in our situation, depending if it's a golf access lot, it can take quite some time to get that lot set up with its seawall and everything before construction starts. And much construction right now, especially if it's custom or semi-custom, it's gonna take two years. So plan for those things. Um, it's something we can talk about if you if you want to walk through your scenario and lay it out and see how it fits for you I'd be happy to do that But there are a bunch of different ways you can go about this and it seems like people are all over the map Accepting whatever way will best fit their plan Now when you're coming here to purchase right now There's a couple things that I'm going to be insisting on if you're working with me number one We're getting a seller's disclosure. I want to know what those owners know about the house and I want to be able to hold them accountable for whatever they're reporting to us. Because again, the storm affected a lot of homes and we don't know how it affected it. So what we're also gonna do is with my inspector, Rory's the guy, as you know, we're gonna put a moisture meter on every wall and potentially every ceiling in that house. We need to find out if there's any water that got into those walls. Once it's in there, mold can possibly grow in there. So we've got to take care of that as a possible problem. But that's one step that you can't look past due to the storm coming. So there are checks and balances that we're going to do. The inspection's great. We're gonna do all, all the pieces and parts that we normally do, but that moisture meter is gonna be imperative based upon the flooding with the storm surge and even with all the damaged roofs. We don't know how much water came into the homes. So one more thing to consider, if you're going to be purchasing a home, you've got to make sure that you take those steps. So we know many of the top reasons why people move to Florida and one of them showed itself this week. That is our winter weather, our cold breeze from the north, our 50s and 60s with no humidity. Absolutely gorgeous, couldn't ask for any better. And that is obviously our number one reason is that change of temperature through the season. That's why so many people make their move down here. You obviously know one of the other top reasons is the tax savings. We don't have state income tax. So we do get to save quite a bit of money just on that piece of our scenario. Now, yes, you might balk at things like our insurances and our taxes, but I've talked to so many people from other, area, other areas of the country that say their taxes are exponentially higher and their insurances are much higher. So I don't know. If you take your little balance book out and start working everything back and forth, I'm sure you're gonna find it's not that different, but it's just one of the things that we expect when you come to this paradise. But even though taxes were always considered or the lack of that state tax were considered one of our top things, there's something that goes one step higher now and that is freedom. The number of people that posted that their reason for wanting to come to Florida was freedom was huge. I couldn't believe how many people were saying it. There are so many people moving here just because they're tired of all the rules and regulations with the state they're in. And obviously DeSantis, we got him for four more years. That is just four more years of freedom, four more years of just knowing that you can keep your business open, that you're not gonna be wearing masks, that you're not gonna be forced into a vaccine and all the other crap that's being pushed on you in other areas. So if you think that nobody's coming to Florida because storms come through, 
you're not thinking the right way and you're absolutely incorrect. So there's this list of uh, different challenges that they're telling us to expect here for 2023. And I'm just gonna run through a couple of the highlighted ones that I believe that, I don't know if they're gonna play a part, but they're definitely something that's on the top of people's minds and, and the tip of their tongue to talk about. And obviously one's inflation and the uh, interest rates. We don't know where they're going. We know that they've been towards the end of the year here, fluctuating up and down. Um, again, I'm gonna, I showed you how the rates with the price changes aren't that different than where we were previously. So it's something that's manageable and that's the way we have to keep thinking about it. Another one of the topics was the hybrid work model. So we know that there was an opportunity for a lot of people to work from home, uh, work remotely through the uh, COVID timeframe and a lot of employers are starting to bring their people back. So with that change, it may not allow as many people to be in an area they wanna be in and they have to be more open to a commute to the office maybe once, twice, three times a week. Maybe they don't have to go every day, but they have to be close enough to make that commute. That could affect some people's buying decisions and what location they buy in. Another thing they noted was supply chain disruptions. Well, guess what? We've been dealing with that for at least two years now. So supply chain stuff, I don't know if it's ever gonna go away. I don't know if we're ever gonna catch up because the next thing on the list that is kind of a piece of the puzzle for this is having a labor force that are, is actually go to work. We have labor shortages still across the country. There's some people that still have not gone back to work. I don't know if they think that they don't ever have to, but it's one of those things that we all have to do at some point. Get a job, make money, pay your bills. You know, the, the government's not gonna do it for you forever. So we need to get this job force thing fixed so that we can get our supply chain fixed so that everything's gonna run smooth again. That's just another thing that if we get that corrected, it's not even an issue to talk about in 2023. And the last thing that I wanted to point out on this list was the housing imbalance. And the reason why this is kind of interesting is that they say that there's 3.9 jobs for every home. So that's saying that there are a lot of jobs in a location where those people can't live in that location. So what's that gonna mean? They're gonna either be joining up with others to live in a spot, or they're gonna be commuting long distances to get to those jobs. So these are some of the challenges that we're gonna be working with in 2023. Hopefully we can overcome them. Hopefully solutions are being worked on right now, but just be prepared, be aware that this stuff is going on. And hopefully this is something that we can hurdle past and you can just get on to living your life in paradise. All right, so that's a little bit more about living in Florida. Yes, rates and housing are down and rentals are going to be a problem, but that's just what it is for now. If you have more questions about what it's like to live in Florida or this particular area of Southwest Florida, check out one of these videos. And if you've got a specific question you need an answer to, you have to call, text, or email because I've got your back when moving to the Gulf Coast.